the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. Six nine seven six. That's one eight hundred nine nine zero sixty nine seventy six. The following program is sponsored by Town Hall Review. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. I'm giving you that phone number because if you want to be a part of this program, you can. In fact, I need you to call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, Beyond the Air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss and our studio technician for today, the great one, Marcus. He's here. He'll be taking your calls and passing you through if you have them. Uh, answers or questions, all welcome here. Area code 866-423-9578. I am interested in the subject of apologetics. I'm interested in defending the faith against all of the ideas and belief systems and philosophies that attack it. I do it in love, it must be done. We're told to defend the faith that was once delivered unto the saints. So there's a lot to look at. Now, what I'm careful of, I will mention the name of organizations, but I try to stay away from naming individuals. I do not want this to be construed as me uh, attacking people, but rather it's uh, false theologies that I attack. You can look up the names for yourself. But definitely I will point out the groups that are teaching things that are not according to the Bible. And, of course, any question that you have for me, you can ask at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Henry Moss. And, friends, we've got a whole hour to burn. But I'm here to tell you, those hours go by so swiftly. So if you do want to talk to me, you can. It's your program, your show. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 
323-9578 to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. As we look at uh, the kingdom of the cults today, the kingdom of the cults today, in fact, I've uh, been dealing with it for a while. I think it's very important that we do defend the faith. Jesus said, will he find faith when he returns? That's what he said in Luke chapter 18, verse 8. Will he find faith? Um, some believe that it's going to be hard to find. I believe so. I, I'm, I'm almost convinced that pretty soon missionary activity, especially in America, where we've uh, sent more missionaries than probably any other country around the world to spread Christianity, is going to be attacked, is going to be stopped. But, but uh, that we'll talk about when we get more into biblical prophecy. Let's look at some of the cults, though, and what they are saying. Okay? Cults are groups that claim to be Christian but are not because they deny the essential doctrines of the Christian faith. They do. Every cult does that. They, they deny the deity of Christ. They deny the authority of the Bible. Uh, they deny the very basics of the gospel that we find uh, uh, broken down clearly in the Word of God. For instance, uh, one of the most prolific ones is the Jehovah Witnesses. The Jehovah Witnesses, yes. Jehovah Witnesses are a cult group. Uh, they're uh, active. Uh, they come door to door. They produce literature and hand it out to people. And it has been said, it has been said that a Jehovah Witness can turn the uh, average Christian into a doctrinal pretzel in about two minutes if they do not understand the Bible and what the Bible teaches. That's right. Because many of them, that's the JWs, know their era more than some of us in the Christian church know our facts. Okay? So that becomes the thing to deal with. However, things that they've taught uh, are very easy to uh, unroot, okay? very easy if you are a Bible reader, and you don't have to be a great scholar, but just know your Bible, and you can tell whether the Jehovah Witnesses are on the right track or not. Uh, in other words, uh, they are uh, in error in their teachings on prophecy. Yeah, they're in error. They're in error concerning the return of Jesus Christ. How do I know it? Well, because in their book called The Battle of Armageddon, okay, a book written by the Jehovah Witnesses, The Battle of Armageddon, this book was written in 1897. Okay? In the book, it was claimed that Jesus' second coming happened. Now listen to this. That Jesus, uh, it was claimed that Jesus' second coming happened invisibly in the year 1874. Now isn't that something? Isn't that fantastic, right? That the second coming happened invisibly in 1874? That is what Jehovah's Witnesses said, invisibly, okay? Now, only got one problem with that, you know, there's a problem with that, and that problem is, is where? Uh, in the Bible. The Bible contradicts that statement. So here you have to either go along with the Bible or the Jehovah's Witnesses, okay? What does the Bible say? Well, in Revelation chapter 1, verse 7 and 8, this is what the Bible says. Behold, he comes with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. I'm the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord which is, which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. That is what the Bible says. He comes in clouds, and every eye shall see him. There is no invisible return of Jesus Christ. That is what the Jehovah's Witnesses teaches, and it is exactly 100% against the Bible, right? 
So that's how you examine the cults. Are they teaching things that are biblically or not? But that's what they said. All right? In fact, it goes on. No one can properly understand, and I'm reading from their sources now, a book entitled The Battle of Armageddon, 1897, by the Joe Winston. Does not realize, this is what they say, but we do not realize that since 1874, the time of the Lord's return in power, okay, there has been a complete change in God's operations. They actually believed it had happened, okay? They didn't see Jesus at all, but they had to say that their prophecy was true. I guess he came back uh, invisibly. They said there's been a complete change in God's operations. That's what they said. Surely there is not the slightest room for doubt in the mind of a truly consecrated child of God that the Lord Jesus, now listen to this. Look at how strident the Jehovah Witnesses are in this this belief of theirs. They said, surely there is not the slightest room for doubt in the mind of a truly consecrated child of God that the Lord Jesus is present and has been since 1874. <laughs> that, that's what they taught. That is what they taught. Okay? However, uh, today, not, not one Jehovah Witness believes this false prophecy about Christ coming in 1874. That's right. Now, now they don't. But listen, here's the problem. How could they not believe it if they say that that was given to them by God? Wow. Number to call Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Air Bible Talk with Pastor Henry Moss. Going to go to the phone lines. We've got a caller. Janet from Romulus. How you doing, Jan? Hi, Pastor Moss. How are you? Real good. Good to hear your voice. Yes, you too. Um, I have a question. It's probably not related to this, but... um. In the uh, Gospel of John uh, 20 and verse um, 22 and 23, um, Jesus said that he breathed on the apostles the Holy the Holy Ghost um, to receive the Holy Ghost. And then in uh, verse 23, he said, whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. That sounds kind of like Catholicism. Was he giving the apostles the ability to for, to forgive sins? Well, what happens is you, you, that is the uh, the scripture that the uh, Roman Catholics want to use to support it. Interestingly enough, uh-huh. right? That's yeah. what it is. But actually, uh, no, it's not the apostles that forgive sins at all. The only one who can forgive sins, of course is Jesus Christ, okay? So the question becomes, uh, uh, how, how do we interpret that, right? Because it must be right. interpreted directly uh, to, uh, uh, to find out what actually uh, is, uh, is being uh, meant here. So, uh, so, so, so let's go into it. Uh, if we look at it, uh, notice what it says, okay? And you're over in, uh, you say chapter John 20. Uh-huh, where it says in verse yes. uh, 22, and when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive you the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. So what is meant by that binding and loosing and that talk of uh, retaining? Because that is uh, what the, the Roman Catholic Church uh, 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 say that they're doing, that they have the power to forgive sins. And 
uh, they used that particular uh, verse to try to um, uh, say that uh, uh, that is the verse that empowers them to be able to uh, uh, say those things. That's what I kind of thought, yeah. All right, well, so where do we go, right, to find out what was really meant by that? Well, hermeneutics tells us something that helps us, my dear, and that is that Scripture interpret scripture, right? So let's see if another scripture can throw light on this. Let's go to Acts chapter 8. Acts chapter 8. Where we see, uh, talks about Philip and Samaria. And um, here at verse 9, it says, uh, Acts chapter 8, verse 9, but there was a certain man called Simon, which before time in the same city used sorcery, and bewitched the people of Samaria, giving out that himself was some great one, to whom all that gave heed, from the least to the greatest, saying, This man is the great power of God. And to him they had regard, because that a long time he had bewitched them with their sorcery, right? So here was this sorcerer, okay, that was, uh, uh, was here, okay, and trying to attract mm-hmm. people to him. It says verse 12, but when they believed Philip, the gospel was being preached, right? Uh, the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Then Simon himself, okay, okay, so Simon was watching this. This is a sorcerer, right? Uh, he's mm-hmm. seeing people except Christ, says in verse 13. Then Simon himself believed also. And when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and wondered, beholding the miracles and signs which were done. Now here, this guy, if he's doing anything, it's through some kind of sorcery. And now he's watching miracles that are being done by God. Okay? So, mm-hmm. yeah, let's go on, verse 14. Now when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John, who when they would come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as yet he was fallen upon none of them, only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then laid they their hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. Now, what's happening here? Uh, you asked an involved question, my dear, and so I, I, I got it answered for you completely here. Reasons why the apostles had to come down. Philip was just a deacon, so since Gentiles were accepting it, it had to come with Jewish approval, especially when it was being done uh, to those in Samaria, because they were outcasts. So that's why that happens, right? Now, notice, but in answer to your question. Verse 16, okay, here, yeah, 8 and 16, For as he yet was fallen upon none of them, only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then laid they their hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. And when Simon, this is the sorcerer, saw that through the laying on of the apostles' hands the Holy Ghost was given, he offered them money. He saw that, he wanted, he said, give me the power to do that. He's a sorcerer, right? saying, Mm -hmm. Give me also this power, that on whomsoever I lay hands, he may receive the Holy Ghost. What he did was absolutely wrong, okay? He's trying to act like he's going to get some um, magical abilities from uh, the apostles. Verse 20, But Peter said unto him, Thy money perish with thee. Now, let me pray with you, my dear. Let me pray with you. Okay? says, But Peter said unto them, Thy money perish with thee, because thou hast thought the gift of God may be purchased. Thou hast neither pot nor lot in this manner. For thy heart is not right in the sight of God. We have to forgive you right now. We're going to uh, absolvo, absolvo. <laughs> now, you see, I'm going too far, am I not? Hello? Hello? <laughs> yeah, you see, I, I kind of went too far, didn't I? 
I said something that's not in the text. I was going to see if you recognize it. They couldn't forgive him. But here's what they told him to do. In verse 20, But Peter said unto him, Thy money perish with thee, because thou hast thought that the gift of God may be purchased. He was a, this guy was a sorcerer. He's trying to uh, power from God, okay? Get some kind of magic from it, okay? And so they told him that was wrong. Then in verse 21, Thou hast neither part nor lot in this matter, for thy heart is not right in the sight of God. So they told him basically that he had sinned. Then, but notice, they didn't say, let us forgive you for your sins. Okay? They right. didn't say that. But they told him in verse 22, repent, therefore, of this thy wickedness, and pray God, if perhaps the thought of thine heart may be forgiven thee. For I perceive that thou art in the gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity. They told him mm-hmm. to repent of his sins. They couldn't forgive him. They told him, you repent, Jesus Christ will forgive you. Okay? Right. 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 And, and also, said, and also um, they would have said, absolvo, absolvo, they said nothing of the kind. They told him to repent, and that's what they did to everyone who they came to who didn't know Jesus Christ. So in John twenty twenty three, if they did it at all, it was through the Holy Spirit? A- absolutely. And, but, and this is how it's done, by telling someone. It was the Holy Spirit who told them this. Uh, repent of this thy wickedness. And pray God if perhaps the thought of thine heart may be forgiven thee. Okay, okay. okay. So the only one who can forgive them is God, is Jesus Christ. Okay, not right. them. Yeah. And when he, and when Jesus uh, breathed on them to receive the Holy Ghost in John twenty twenty three, I thought that wasn't. I thought they didn't get that until Acts the Holy Ghost. Well, what happens is there was a fullness of the Holy Spirit that was given. Uh, at that time, uh, to, to others. But Jesus was preparing them for it in, in the passage you're reading in John 21, okay. preparing them for the reception of the Holy Ghost. Oh, okay, preparing them for that. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Pastor Moss. That clears it up quite nicely. Right. Well, I appreciate your call, and that is what the Bible Talk program is all about. Thank you very much. Number to call, area code 864239578. Going to take a break. And we'll be right back. Now more than ever, we need more choices in education. That's why people of faith across Michigan are supporting two new proposals to give parents the power to choose the best education for their children. The first proposal creates scholarships for nearly $10,000 for eligible students to pay for tutoring, training, and other educational services. The second proposal provides tax credits for individuals and businesses who contribute to the scholarship funds. These scholarships will allow parents to choose the best school for their children's needs, one that respects their family's values. These proposals can become law with your support. Please go to LetMIKidsLearn.com to learn more about these two proposals and how you can sign the two petitions to give real choice in education to Michigan parents. That's LetMIKidsLearn.com. Paid for with regulated funds by Let MI Kids Learn. There's a new and better way to end sleeplessness, a breakthrough system of technologies that naturally resets your brain for deep, restful sleep. 
Brain Life Center in Auburn Hills has teamed up with GottaHalfItNow.com so you can personally experience and learn about these technologies. Available now through GottaHalfItNow.com, Brain Life Center is offering their initial 90-minute assessment and consultation for just $75. That's half the regular price. Vouchers are ready for you to buy immediately. Visit GottaHalfItNow.com. Attention pastors, save the date. Thursday, April 28th is Faith Talk Detroit's Pastor Appreciation Luncheon. Our free special event to honor and thank you for your service to the community will be held at the San Marino Club. Register at faithtalkdetroit.com and enjoy fellowship, fantastic food, and inspiring insights from Abdu Murray, speaker, author, and president of Embrace the Truth International. Pastors, set aside time to join me, Abdi Murray, at Faith Talk Detroit's Pastor Appreciation Luncheon on Thursday, April 28th. I'm thrilled for the opportunity to celebrate with you and to hear and share messages of encouragement. Hope to see you there. Pastors, this event is just for you with uplifting words of empowerment and edification from your peers in ministry. Pastor Appreciation Luncheon is free for pastors, but you must register to attend. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com to reserve your ticket. Sponsored by A.J. Desmond & Sons Funeral Directors. Let mom know how special she is this Mother's Day. Faith Talk Detroit wants to help you celebrate by giving you a chance to win $1,000 in our Mother's Day sweepstakes. For all the details and to enter, go to faithtalkdetroit.com. Surprise mom with $1,000 if you're the winner of our Mother's Day sweepstakes. Register once each day on any device between now and May 9th at faithtalkdetroit.com and follow us on social media for reminders. Brought to you by WLQV, FM 92.7 and AM 1500. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. That's the number you can call if you have a question, just as our previous caller did, whether it's on my subject or not. I appreciate your call. We uh, want to deal with all of the Bible. Uh, what I'm dealing with uh, is good, but what you call in is good as well. As long as we are dealing with the Bible, friends, we are doing the job of the Bible Talk program. And very interesting, as we look at uh, uh, what happens in the Roman Catholicism, uh, John chapter 20, verse 23, a good verse that she gave forth here, where it says in verse 22, And when he had said this, that's Jesus, he breathed on them and says unto them, Receive you the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them, and whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. Nowhere, however, in the Gospels, okay, do you see the apostles ever absolving someone of their sins? Yes, they did have the, prob- the power to uh, have people's sins forgiven by converting them, preaching the Gospels, and having them accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. And that was the power that they were given through the Holy Ghost to do. But they, they themselves could not do anything. They could not forgive sins. The only one who forgives your sins is Jesus Christ. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Any question that you have about the Word of God is welcome here. I have my own agenda also as I am dealing with the kingdom of the cults, getting you prepared. 
for the inevitable contact that you will have, no doubt with the Mormons, no doubt with the Jehovah Witnesses, no doubt with those who are in the uh, positive confession movement, so that you will be able to defend the faith with the Word of God, something that sorely needs to be done today. All right, so we're looking at the Jehovah Witnesses who said that Jesus came back invisibly in the year uh, 1874, okay? And there's nothing in the Bible that talks about uh, an invisible return of Jesus Christ anyway, okay? The Bible is very clear. Uh, as we know, even when we look at the book of um, Revelation, and you can look at the uh, Synoptic Gospels as well and, uh, and see the same thing, that um, when the Lord comes, uh, Scripture says here in Revelation and in chapter 1 and verse 7, Behold, he comes with clouds, and every eye shall see him. And they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Okay? Now, that's what the Bible says, right? That when Jesus comes back, it's not going to be invisibly. He will be seen. Okay? So, but yet they say, right, in their book, The Battle of Armageddon, okay, 1897, okay, uh, it's claimed that Jesus, this is what they claim, uh, that the second coming happened invisibly in the year 1874. Okay? No way. Okay? No one can possibly, and then they said this, because, after, because absolutely nothing occurred. Jesus didn't return. No one can properly understand the work of God at this present time who does not realize that since 1874, the time of the Lord's return in power, there has been a complete change in God's operation. Where, where in the world they're getting that from, I do not know, but it's not the Bible. Okay? Jesus will not return invisibly. Okay? Uh, and so all this talk about complete change in operations, I don't know. Then, in 1924, but that's not the only thing. In 1924, Watchtower said, Surely there is not the slightest room for doubt. <laughs> okay? Now, they already messed up once, but now they say, 1924, the Watchtower said, Surely there is not the slightest room for doubt in the mind of a truly consecrated child of God that the Lord Jesus is present and has been since 1874. <laughs> well, with absolutely nothing to prove it. That's what they say. Okay? Today, not one... Now, 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 there's been a lot of change now, presently, okay? Today, not one Jehovah Witness believes this false prophecy about Christ coming. That's right. Today, if you were to talk to a Jehovah Witness, none of them, they won't even bring it up. Why? Because it did not happen. It did not happen, okay? So this is how you can get severely sidetracked if you're off into the kingdom of the cult. Okay? Now, the Watchtower was also predicting the end of the world by 1914, they didn't stop. Now, you would think that after one mess up, you wouldn't do it again, right? But uh, the Watchtower was also predicting the end of the world by 1914. Okay? The Watchtower claimed that Armageddon began in 1874 and would end in 1914. Okay? That's what they said. That's what they said. Okay? Uh, two years later, in 1894, okay? uh, Says, yeah, two years later, in 1894, the Watchtower said 1914 was God's date and that they couldn't change their prediction, even if they wanted to, because that was God's date. However, it uh, didn't happen. The world did not end. Okay? Armageddon did not come in 1914. Clearly, 1914 was a false prophecy which led many astray. Yes, yes. 
that Jehovah's Witnesses are known of giving false prophecies that don't take place, and no matter how wrong they are, they continue doing the same thing, right? They need to abide by what Jesus has told us. You will neither know the day nor the hour. Just look at Mark 13, 35 to 37 at your own convenience, right? Here's what the Jehovah's Witnesses themselves say uh, concerning false prophecy, right? If he is a false prophet, his prophecy will fail to come to pass. Look who's talking. The difference between a true and a false prophet is that the one is speaking the word of the Lord and the other is speaking his own dreams and guesses. <laughs> uh, their prophecies did not come true. Therefore, they are false prophets, and the people should no longer trust them as safe guides. I think that this which is written by the Jehovah's Witnesses is something you should use today to know not to leave them, okay, to believe what they say. You need to leave the group. You definitely do, okay? So, but this is what they said. Uh, they never stopped giving predictions. What happened in 1925? They had one for that one. In a book, Millions Now Living Will Never Die, okay? Uh, this book tells us that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob will rise from the dead soon, in 1925, they gave false prophecy after false prophecy and wouldn't stop, no matter how false they were. Now, that's what I'm talking about, cultic, a cultic belief system. And anyone who stays within it would have a cultic uh, personality. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Now, here is where I get into trouble, because now I'm about to get more closer to home, dealing with the kingdom of the culture, more closer to home. I don't like to name the names of people. However, I will name the names of organizations where you can find this by giving you the title. But there are some things that have been said in the word faith movement, which are very troubling. Now, I want folks to know, I am not one who believes in censoring uh, religion. You'll find many faith teachers on radio, many of them on television. I don't believe in censoring anything. Okay? I think that everyone has a right to uh, have, teach their religion, okay? but they believe. Okay? Um, uh, therefore, so I, I never, in fact, I believe in freedom of speech. Okay? Uh, uh, either we receive it or we don't, but we have a right to hear it, and everyone has a right to uh, teach what they believe is true. However, definitely... If uh, you are a Christian, you're not going to be teaching things that are not biblical, okay? And so we have to be careful there. But I don't want to censor anybody because uh, we have to know what's being taught and if it's being taught wrong in order to be able to, de to defend the faith against it, okay? So once again, what do you think about these statements? These statements are typical word faith statements that are mentioned by certain word faith ministers. All of them may not do it. Some may be more orthodox than others, okay? okay? But some go a little bit too far. For instance, here's a statement made by a word faith teacher. When you have developed your faith to such an extent, now listen to this. When you have developed your faith to such an extent that you can stand on the promises of God, okay, then you won't need medicine. That's the reason I don't take medicine. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. When you have developed your faith to such an extent that you can stand on the promises of God, then you won't need medicine. That's the reason I don't take medicine. Okay? <clears throat> you know what that verse does? 
That is one of the most horrible statements I've ever heard a person to make. Okay? Because you'd have people, if they bought into that, if they believe that, then they would have to believe that it is wrong okay, for you to use medicine. Okay? Okay? You can trust God. If you trust God, you don't even need medicine. Okay? Wow. What a statement to make. I would hate to have that kind of blood on my hands, okay, where I would tell someone that you don't need medicine, okay, and act as if this is something that God uh, commends and something that God thinks is right, okay. So, what does the Bible say about it, okay? Listen to this statement. Can you imagine people, and there have been people, I'm sure, who've died because they were told, okay, by someone in positive confession movement that, you, you know, just trust God, you stand on the promises of God, you don't need medicine, you don't need medicine, okay? But I need to tell you, Jesus said differently himself, even though Jesus did heal people, okay? Notice over in Matthew chapter 9, verse 12, what he said, right? It says verse 11, we'll read into it, Matthew 9, verse 11, and when the Pharisees saw it, they said unto his disciples, Why eateth your master with publicans? <laughs> but when Jesus heard that, he said unto them, They that be whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. Jesus could heal miraculously. Okay? Of course, God can heal. But God also can work through medicine if he desires. Your job is just to pray to God. To deliver you. Okay? But definitely, the Bible has nothing against medicine. Not at all. Okay? Jesus honored it right here in Matthew 9 and 12. Very clearly. Okay? But that doesn't stop word faith teachers from saying things like that and other things. For instance, here's another statement. I believe that it is the plan of God, our Father, that no believer should ever be sick. It is, not a, uh, it is not a state boldly. It is not. And this is what he said. It is not I state boldly. It is not the will of God, my Father, that we should suffer with cancer and other dreaded diseases which bring pain and anguish. Okay? That's what he said. Okay? I state boldly. It is not the will of God, my Father, that we should suffer with cancer and other dreaded diseases which bring pain and anguish. Okay? So that could make you, if you're not one who understands the Bible, that if you are sick, it's your fault, okay? What did, you, what did you do to get this way, right? However, the Bible is pretty clear uh, in a number of places. If we go to 1 Timothy chapter 5, 1 Timothy chapter 5, where the Bible tells us, verse 23, Drink no longer water, but use a little wine for thy stomach's sake, and by often infirmities, okay? So here you can have some infirmities, okay? And here it talks about a little wine, not getting drunk, but to help you with uh, uh, weak, weakness or sickness, right? So this is what we see here that, uh, that definitely uh, uh, medicine, no problem with it, okay? And that the people of God, uh, yes, uh, you can be a child of God, and still uh, you can get sick. 2 Timothy, chapter 4, verse 20. Look at 2 Timothy. And in chapter 4, verse 20, okay, let's, let the Bible speak, where it says, 
we read into it in verse 19, 2 Timothy, chapter 4, verse 19 and 20. Salute Prissa and Aquila and the household of Onesiphorus. Erastus abode at Corinth. But Trophimus have I left at Miletum sick. Yeah, he was sick. Still being prayed for, but he was sick. Sickness is a part of the Christian experience, okay? It's not something that we need to think that um, we brought it on ourselves by what we said and things of that nature. All of that uh, is completely wrong and completely unbiblical. Can God heal you? Yes, God can heal and does heal, okay? Uh, but sometimes he heals through medicine, okay? Sometimes he heals divinely, and sometimes he takes you home. We've got to recognize that all of those things are part of the process and can be a part of the will of God. Look at Philippians chapter 2, verse uh, 26, okay, where Paul writes here, right? He writes, and I'll start at verse 25, Yet I supposed it necessary to send to you Ephroditus, my brother, and companion in labor, and fellow soldier, but your, but, but your messenger, and he that ministered to my wants. For he longed after you all, and was full of heaviness, because that he had heard that you had heard that he had been sick, okay? Notice here that Paul had no problem with saying he was sick, like this word faith teacher wanted to do. Okay? says, verse 26, For he longed after you all and was full of heaviness because that you had heard that he had been sick, for indeed he was sick, nigh unto death. But God had mercy on him, and not on him only, but on me also, lest I should sorrow upon sorrow. So understand, uh, sickness is not something that you got it because you confessed it and all of that kind of stuff, uh, or you should not even use have sick in your vocabulary. I've shown you in the Bible that they talked about sickness all the time, right? Notice James chapter 5, verse 14. Okay? Now notice here, if you're not supposed to say sick, if the word faith teachers who teach this, where they're saying you're not supposed to ever say that you're sick, they need to stop reading the Bible because it talks that way all the time. Notice in James chapter 5 okay, and verse 13, James 5, 13, Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing songs. Verse 14, Is any sick among you? Notice the word sick is mentioned. word faith teacher tells us not to mention it. Sorry, the Bible doesn't agree with that. If any is any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and, if the, and, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if you have committed sins, they will be forgiven him. Okay? Okay? And always remember, though, okay, and that's true, God can heal you. God can raise you up. Not only that, God does raise you when he continues. But there's something else to look at, and we'll look at it when we come right back. There's a new and better way to end sleeplessness, a breakthrough system of technologies that naturally resets your brain for deep, restful sleep. 
Brain Life Center in Auburn Hills has teamed up with GottaHalfItNow.com so you can personally experience and learn about these new safe and effective technologies. Available now through GottaHalfItNow.com. Brain Life Center is offering their initial 90-minute assessment and consultation for just $75. That's half the regular price. For the first time in history, computer scientists and engineers have created an auditory mirror for the brain that allows it to reset and realign naturally. This means sleeping through the night, waking rested, and having calm, focused energy throughout the day. Available now through gotahalfitnow.com. Brain Life Center is offering their initial 90-minute assessment and consultation for just $75. That's half the regular price. Vouchers are ready for you to buy immediately. Visit gotahalfitnow.com. This is Luke Hammett. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike Lindell has just announced that our listeners will receive one of his books, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, absolutely free with any purchase using the promo code Luke. It's a great time to buy his warm and wonderful My Slippers. They are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. They're made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time only, Mike Lindell is offering 50% off on all my slippers. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener's square and use the promo code LUKE. You will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including some overstocked products such as individual towels, blankets, comforters, and so much more. Call 800-861-6525 and use the promo code LUKE. That's 800-861-6525 and use the promo code LUKE at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. It's one thing to understand grace as a concept, but it can be much harder to implement grace as we interact with real people. On the next Focus on the Family, Philip Yancey shares inspiring stories to help you understand how you can share the good news of the gospel in a winsome way. That's next time on Focus on the Family with Jim Daly. Listen to Focus on the Family, weekday mornings at 9.30 on Faith Talk Detroit. FM 92.7, AM 1500, the mobile app, or on the web. We're all the same great Faith Talk Detroit. You're listening to FM 92.7 and AM 1500, WLQV, Faith Talk Detroit, in Odyssey Station. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Henry Moss, dealing with apologetics, especially cult apologetics, uh, and trying to defend the faith against those who come against it, and trying to untwist twisted teachings that can get you in trouble if we do not really understand what the Bible says. In dealing with uh, uh, the word faith movement and the positive confession movement, we have to be careful. Definitely we know that God can heal the sick. We know that. We also know that God uh, uh, definitely hears our prayers, right? And over in uh, James, very important uh, uh, chapter here, in James uh, chapter 5, verse 14, this is James chapter 5, verse 14, it tells us this. 
Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church, and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him, right? So the Lord can heal you. Definitely, okay? The Lord can heal you. Uh, but healing does not always take place. Sometimes the ultimate healing happens. What am I talking about? Well, over in 1 John chapter 5, verse 14, it says this. Okay? And this is the confidence that we have in him. Okay? And this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. That's right. God always answers prayers. Remember this. Okay? God always answers prayers according to his will. Your job and my job is to pray for whatever it is we desire from God. Yes, pray, pray, pray. But understand, okay? understand that God answers prayers according to his will. That's the way Jesus prayed in Matthew 26. That is how we pray as well, always, under, knowing that God knows better what is for us than we do. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Henry Moss. And, and watch these statements uh, that come from a certain word faith teachers, some of the things they say. Okay? For instance, uh, notice this. This is this statement okay? where this uh, faith teacher says this. You have been trained since birth to speak negative, death-dealing words. Unconsciously, in your everyday conversation, you use the words of death. Sickness, lack, fear, doubt, and unbelief. And then we get chastised for saying things like this. That scared me to death. <laughs> that tickled me to death. I laughed until I thought I would die. I'm just dying to go. That makes me sick. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of this mess. <laughs> I believe I'm taking the flu. We just can't afford it. I doubt it. So he's criticizing us for saying we just can't afford it. I got news for you. If you don't have the money, you can't afford it. Okay? But see, in this positive confession movement, they're saying you get based upon what you say okay, with your tongue. And friends, that could not be further from the truth. But this is what they say. Notice, you will say these things without even realizing it. Okay? When you do, you set in motion negative forces in your life. And the fire blazes. Now, and listen to this. This scares you if you don't think about it deep enough. Your words loose the powers of Satan. Your words loose the powers of Satan. I want to tell all of you listening, that is exactly a lie. There's no place, not a single place in the Bible, where it says your words loose the powers of Satan. I got news for you. God is in control. And God answers prayers according to his will. He always has. He always will. We have to be very careful. Okay? It is not the words you say okay, that causes bad things to happen to you. That is a word faith myth. Okay? Another teacher says the same thing. I don't look at cancer. I don't look at the tumor. I can't look at the natural and say I'm sick. I can't say I'm sick. In the Bible, I've already shown you. Yeah? They had no trouble mentioning that they, they were sick. Okay? Okay. Uh, I don't say I'm sick, because when I say that, 
I signed for the package. That's not true. You can say car, and you haven't signed for a car just because you said it. What are they talking about? I have taken authority for it, and it belongs to me legally. So if you say you're sick, then when you get sick, you got sick because you gave Satan permission by saying that you were sick. <laughs> Friends, the Bible does not back up any of that stuff at all, okay? That is what we call fairy tale theology. It's just not true, okay? Because when I say that, I've signed for the package. I've taken authority for it, and it belongs to me legally. Satan can enforce it upon my body, and he will kill me with it because of what I said. That is exactly Wow. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Before Bamboo HR, <laughs> I feel like crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper, and we literally had paper stacked. It was all in spreadsheets and, like, folders. From the moment I started using it, I felt calmer. As soon as we started using the Bamboo, like, onboarding checklist, I mean, <laughs> it was extremely easy. Headcount, turnover, uh, years of service. Like, there's just so many different reports that I use at different points in time. I'm, like, totally set free to focus on the people, to focus on development, to focus on team dynamics. It's freeing me up to do more of the stuff that actually matters in HR, which is interacting with people, learning from them, and then building stuff for them. Everything is in this one place. I can't even imagine what it would be like without Bamboo HR. We're Bamboo HR, and we'd love to set you free to do great work. Come try our award-winning all-in-one HR software for free with no strings attached. Visit BambooHR.com HR for this free trial offer. That's BambooHR.com HR. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. Before abortion was legalized, pro-abortion activists claimed tens of thousands of women died from illegal back-alley abortions. One of those people, Dr. Bernard Nathanson, later admitted those numbers were totally false. According to the U.S. Vital Statistics, only 39 women died from illegal abortions the year before Roe v. Wade. Today, the extreme pro-abortion organization called Occupy Democrats claims the same outrageous numbers. They also claim Roe was the end of women dying from abortions. This is another lie. Hundreds of women have died from legal abortions since Roe. And those are only the reported ones. Most go unreported. Abortion advocates will say and do anything to keep the lucrative abortion industry humming along while women and their babies suffer. Like us on Facebook at Life Issues and stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. If you want to make a difference in your life that impacts you for years to come, then it's time to stand with Israel by going there. Consider the thrilling excitement of joining nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka and renowned author and filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza on the Stand with Israel Tour November 30th through December 9th, 2022. Journey through the Holy Land with two of the most respected political commentators of today. Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour. You can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float on the Dead Sea, and take a boat out into the middle of the Sea of Galilee. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to reserve your spot or call 855-565-5519. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com or call 855-565-5519 to book today.
That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Looking at false doctrine, false teachings that can, if we're not careful, get us into trouble. We need to be very careful of things that are put forth as if God said it, and God really didn't. We need to understand uh, what is happening and to know that every sickness is not something that's coming from the devil or somebody being devil-possessed. But this is the kind of thing that is said by some uh, positive confession uh, leaders in our church today. Uh, Reading from another one here, not mentioning the person's name, uh, this person says, Satan, you demonic spirits of AIDS and AIDS virus. Well, listen, AIDS is a virus. It's not a demonic spirit, all right? There are medical means that take care of it, okay? You you go see see the doctor and stay away from certain activities. But uh, demonic spirit of AIDS says, I bound you, you demon spirits of cancer, arthritis, infection, migrant headaches, pain come out of that body. Now, listen, uh, demons can be cast out. Uh, People who are sick need to be healed. God can heal them. He can use medicine to heal them. But they're not demons that need to be called out of someone. Okay? Okay? Come out of that child. Come out of that man. Satan, I bind you. You foul demon spirits of sickness and disease, infirmities, in the inner, in the lungs, in the back. <laughs> All of that demon possession? You demon spirits of arthritis, sickness, and disease. You tormenting, infirm spirits in the stomach. Satan, I bind you. You nicotine spirits. Nicotine spirits? <laughs> well, that comes from smoking, doesn't it? Okay. So you smoke a pipe, you smoke cigarettes, and you get a nicotine spirit? Really? You need to stop smoking, right? says, I bind you in the name of Jesus. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't look at cancer. I don't look at the tumor. I, I can, can't look at the natural and say I'm sick. Because when I say that, I've signed for the package. I haven't taken authority for it, and it belongs to me legally. Satan can enforce it in my body. And he will kill me with it if I confess it. No, he won't. Okay? No, he won't. Okay? Uh, sickness is a part of the fall of man. If you're sick, it's not because you're demon-possessed. You need to pray for healing. You don't need to pray to get the demons knocked out of you. Man, the kind of stuff that's done in our church today. And the popularity that this has gained in uh, places where the Bible is ignored and people come up with their own theology. Okay? That is the trouble, that we're not preaching and teaching Bible doctrine like we really should. Okay? So uh, thank all of you who uh, have listened to this today. Uh, definitely, we're here during the week. We appreciate your listenership and ask that you would support this program if you get anything out of it. And if you want to talk about anything in the Bible, all you've got to do is call. I have planned uh, things to talk to you when you are with me. However, This is your show, uh, and we want you to call with any Bible questions you have about the Word of God, okay? Anything in the Bible that is important, we want to hear, and we want to discuss it on this program. And also, we encourage you to give to support us. I want to uh, thank we got some um, offerings in today uh, from some church members of ours (laughs) whose name they might not want to have mentioned on the radio, but I definitely appreciate them for uh, giving a donation to support our radio ministry. And others of you can do the same thing by sending those donations to P.O. Box 05877. That's P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. 
and you can make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. That's Bible Boot Camp Ministries, and that is what uh, we use to keep this program going. And I thank God for all of you who give. Uh, it costs us about $2,000 a month to be able to reach you, but uh, we appreciate it. And ask that you would support this program. Okay, I would love to have uh, two hours, but we need uh, money to be able to support that. And so we ask you to give. Uh, remember that P.O. Box 05877, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We'd appreciate it very much. And remember that whenever you call, this is your program. Whatever I'm talking about, you can change the whole thing by bringing up subjects of your very, very own. That's all you've got to do is just uh, call in uh, with uh, whatever you have about the Bible, theology, hermeneutics. We are glad to hear it. The name of the program is Bible Talk. And remember that on Tuesdays we have our prophecy class, strictlybiblical.org, 11 o'clock. You can be a part of that as well. All right. Well, this is Pastor Mark saying God bless you. Keep reading your Bibles, and we will see you next time. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministries. Monday on Truth for Life, Alistair Begg explains why we don't need to... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.